gonna die. Oh no, what are we gonna do? Just kidding. Uh, hello, welcome to the Practical Theology Ministries podcast. Have we got a curveball for you? Because I am, as always, am Michael, but I am joined this week not, not I say by Lou, but by Cameron. <sighs> this could be a long one, folks. And we have gathered together to tell you this week that if you are afraid of something other than God, then you are afraid of the wrong thing. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride. There is a river whose stream make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when her morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come, behold the works of the Lord. Who has wrought desolations in the earth? He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He he burns the chariots with fire. Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Now, why do we read that verse? Or better yet, instead of that verse, that chapter. Well, if you haven't looked out your window when this is being recorded, then, well, apparently you're doing what the government has told you to do. Good job. Go team. (laughs) If you have looked out your window, shame for shame. Go inside. Don't look at other people. Don't breathe on yourself or you might die. Now, I have to bring a little bit of levity to this. This is serious. People have died. Thousands of people worldwide have perished. That is never something we rejoice about. Now, our goal today is not to get into a political conversation. Lord knows we could do that, and we could do that well. Oh, yeah. But yes, we could. <laughs> what we want to do is do what we do on every episode and do what we do with all of our resources, which is actually bring theology to bear on the day-to-day living, what we call the practical walking and working out of our lives. Yes. And the thing we want to make sure that we are most grounded in in a situation like this is that our fear and our trust are rightly placed in the same thing and more more importantly in the same one and that is why it is so good that for this week's episode lou is under quarantine and can't leave the house poor lou poor lou (laughs) but my lovely wife is not well technically she is but since I'm at work and can come into the office, and she lives with me. I can't already infect you with something if you... I mean, it's not like I'm going to go home and not infect you. No, uh -uh. we're quarantined together. There you go. Help. Pray for me. (laughs) The second part of this reason why this is good is, if you want to address the topic of fear, there is no one better than my wife and her family. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It is, yes. (laughs) Fear at his core does run deep in my family, (laughs) most of them anyway. (laughs) And so what you're actually going to get a little bit of a glimpse into is a conversation in public that has pretty much been had in private for years because imagine this. 
Cameron and I are wired differently. Who'd have thunk it? I know. It's not always easy, but yes, <laughs> they do make sparks. <laughs> As I tell people all the time, pray for my wife. She's married to an idiot. No. He's cute. Well, of course he is. <laughs> and he likes cheesecake. But if you haven't read, listened to that episode, I urge you to go back and find the cheesecake. It'll be worth your while. Oh, yes. No. Yes, yes. Now, why fear? Well, this is, this is an instance in life. The, uh, the, the COVID-19, coronavirus, Wuhan flu, Chinese virus, my, my longtime personal favorite, the Kung flu, uh, yeah. whatever Take you want to call it, I don't care. It is what it is. We'll deal mm-hmm. with it. It is bringing to the surface conversations and issues for people that just we bury on a regular basis. The, the, the majority of the world does not want to deal with their own mortality. No. The fact mm-hmm. that judgment is coming upon that mortality. Uh, yes, exactly. Or the fact that um, other people die too? Wait a minute. This, is, this isn't just, I mean, and what I mean by that is not like people over mm-hmm. there, but people here, yeah. like yeah. the neighbors. Yes. You know, it's not like I can flush the, the, the little sweet old lady who lives in the apartment building next to me down the toilet like we did the goldfish. No. The plungers don't work like that. No. So I have to actually deal <laughs> with who I am, where I am, what I am, and how I'm living in light of those. Hence, Psalm 46. When struggle, when struggles, when struggles. <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those days, folks. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> when struggles and trials and troubles. So that will now be officially known as struggles. <laughs> <laughs> when the struggles come upon you, to whom do you turn? Because if you watch the news, excuse me, if you are watching the news, there's a lot of people that are saying what? We need the government. Yes. We need the feds. Trump yes. is an idiot. Or, or Trump is going to save us. Or Cuomo is going to save us. I mean, that man oh. has been... Like, if you didn't know who the he governor has. of New York was last week, you, you know now. Yeah, you will Next never forget it again. <laughs> you laugh. But, but, yeah. but we're not going to go down no, that road. No, no, we're no. not going to do it. No, I'm no. just messing. <laughs> Which, what is being revealed is the heart of people. They want someone... They can see tangible to take care of it. That, yes, yes. Yes. Now make other people take do this too. And you see, mean, there it is, right there. It's all of us. Who has the power and the authority over disease, health, creation in general? God does. Yeah, it's not your governor. It's not your president. It is your God. Hence, the reason why the psalmist can say, "God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble." Mm-hmm. See, the world is being confronted with its own mortality. Their death is staring them in the face. And what they're revealing is that they do not have a theological underpinning by which they can rest, relax, and be secure. I need to quarantine. I need you to shut down this. I need you to shut down that. The number of people that I have seen on social media and on the news the last few days and really week and a half, yeah. you need to close down this yeah. so that I can be safe. Yes. Well, do you go there? Close everything. <laughs> everything must stop because it it spreads. Well, how do you stop something that you cannot see from spreading? You don't. No, you don't. And that's once you realize you can't see it, it doesn't have a face. It's out there. Then you have to realize, how am I going to live my life now based on that? If there's something I can see, I can do about it. But I can clean all day. But if I can't 
see it and know exactly where it is. If it's not brown, green, red, orange, or purple, and leaves a streak on my counter, I don't know if it's gone or not. And I have to trust that whatever I'm using to clean it, it gets it. And then even then, what if it comes back? What do you do then? So yeah, it's, 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 it's invisible and that's scary. God is our strength yes. and our refuge, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, catch this, therefore. So if God is my refuge, when, when struggles come, I'm not going to stop saying that ever. When struggles come, I run to God. Yes. He upholds me. He protects me. He girds me. He is the one who comforts and, pow- and empowers me. He is my refuge and my strength. Yes. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth should change, though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea. Now, this is good news. We have a yes. disease. It is deadly mm-hmm. in some instances. It is destroying families. It is destroying lives. It is destroying nations. Mm-hmm. Um, has it melted the earth? No, uh-uh. just people. Uh, just, just some people. But, but no. it's not like they died like the Nazis at the end of, you know, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, you open the ark no. and they looked in there and, <laughs> <laughs> no, what a no it, it's not a visible thing. No, no, no. no they, they haven't melted. It, no. So the mountains haven't slipped into the sea. The no. earth hasn't changed. They no. didn't move Washington. It's not like Florida is now in New England. Nope. So major things have not occurred. God is our refuge and our strength, a very mm-hmm. present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth should change, though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea. What is the psalmist saying? What is going on? He's saying, look, if the world melts, if trouble comes in a manner that I cannot understand nor comprehend nor fathom, I run to God. Yeah. I rest in him. And when I get there, he protects me, he mm-hmm. shelters me, and he strengthens me to do whatever it is that I may need to do. Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride. See, yeah. there's where we're all going to get in trouble. We have forgotten, and this is, if you'll notice, we're not keeping up with our, with our normal format. It's because with an issue like this, we, there's not really a way to deal with the format for this. So we're really just going to do a little bit of exegesis and then a whole lot of application of practicality when we get through with this. So this is, though, where the transition gets made. Where in the world would we ever find pride in this place? Oh, <laughs> uh, toilet paper aisle, maybe? <laughs> I still can't figure that out. I'm going to have a runny either. nose, a cough, and a fever, but I shall have the cleanest butt in creation. Only thing I can figure growing up is a lot of people back in the South, it's not toilet paper, it's toilet tissue. So when they talk about blow your nose in a tissue, so they're getting toilet tissue to make sure they have plenty of tissue to blow their nose in. That's the See, only it, theory my sister and I can come up if with. If we ran out of toilet paper and then we went to, to, to actual tissues, yeah. then I would, I would be like, okay, I get it. Like, is there really a rampant pile of people that don't know what cheek you wipe with which i have no idea and i mean these are the things that i wonder because the the other part of this was if if this sort of thing breaks out and suddenly now we're out of paper towels toilet paper and cleaner were you people seriously not washing your hands and wiping your butts before this i I don't don't want to that don't 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 these are the this this falls into the category of things that as i like to refer to them the thoughts that keep me out of the really good schools (laughs) yeah because it's like you ask and it's and then it's like no no don't ask that question because you know what might happen someone might tell you you. 
Well, oh, this is going to end badly. It wasn't too long ago, about maybe a year ago, they did a, uh, I think it was Southern Living Magazine, did a, a thing about what age groups, how often they wash their towel a week. And like most people, it's like oh. every, like once a week they wash their bath towel. That was right or, at the same time they had the thing about how many people actually don't wash their feet in the shower. Yes, and wash the back of their plates when they're washing dishes. Oh, I tried they to wash forget the front that one. And the back. I really Majority tried to people forget that one. Don't wash the back of their plates. They only use the front. So it's like, it, it's just, we, I think with, we have become so progressive with everybody with stuff and paper plates and just everything so easy we don't stop to take care of the things that we have and that's I think is something that's slipping is cleaning if something gets messed up we just throw it away and go buy new instead of washing and tending and really caring for like our grandmothers did so, it's, so, it's kind of so what we've learned thus far is that you people are nasty <laughs> it sure sounds clean yourself <laughs> clean yourself yes cleanliness now, is not necessarily next to godliness but cleanliness now, watch is this. clean this is where we go to awesome awesome man I, i'm like sean connery with a lisp here today this is where we do with our awesome segues you ready we're gonna get from that weird rabbit trail to this one you know where would be a good place to wash yourself where the shower? There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. You see what I did there? Ah, yeah. The holy dwelling, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, and she will not be moved. See, what's the psalmist saying? God is my refuge. God is mm-hmm. my strength. The world may melt and lose its ever-loving mind, but mm-hmm. I will rest in God. Why? Because somewhere there is a stream. And it waters the city of God. There's that Revelation 21 place we're always looking forward to. And what is in the midst of that city? God God. is. This is where your Bible comes full circle and makes all of these connections. That city with that king is secure and it is holy and it is righteous and it will not melt. It will not fade away. It will not roar and foam because it does not need pride because it is what it is and it knows. Now... Mm -hmm. God is in the midst of her, and she will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Now, catch that. Mm -hmm. What did God do? God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when her when God will help her when morning dawns. There's your first thing. Mm-hmm. Who is her? It's that city with that the stream, city, yeah. that the city of God. God helps her. Notice this: your salvation is not, yeah. has not, will not be here in this place. No. If you want to put it musically, one of the few uh, modern, uh, I don't know if you call them worship songs or not, the uh, the CCM, Contemporary Christian Music. I, mm-hmm. I don't like a ton of it, but one that I did like was the uh, the Building 429 song. All I know is I'm not home yet. This is not where I belong. See, yep. there's... There's there just, that's a, there's a that's great theology. It's one of the reasons I like the song. That's great theology it right is. there. It's a good we are sojourners. We are travelers. This is not our home. We are waiting for the heavenly city to be revealed. Colossians three. We are waiting for the final destination, like Revelation twenty one and twenty two. Mm-hmm. We are waiting for the eternal kingdom, not the temporary one, Mm-mm. because that kingdom 
is where God helps. That kingdom is where we are uplifted. That kingdom is where we are secure. Not in this one. Because notice after that, God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. He, capitalized, raised his voice, capitalized, the earth melted. It's Uh-oh. gone. It just, got, done. it just got real. But uh-huh. who did that? God did it. Yeah. In his voice, in his time, in his calling, it's, when he says it's done, it's done. And his people. His and what are the nations going to do about be... it when that happens? Nothing. What are they going to do about it in the meantime? There's nothing they can do other than... This is why God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble, because he is the one who determines the borders of nations. He is the one who determines who rises and falls. He is the one who determines, ready for this, who lives and who dies. Part of the beauty of an invisible killer like this is you don't even know how you got it. Was it that lady in Walmart who didn't wash her hands? Mm -hmm. Was it that cashier who was scratching her nose? Was it that punk kid at the daycare, give it to your kid who didn't even show any symptoms and then gave it to you? I don't know. Was it that perfectly clean, nice young man that helped you put the groceries in your car? Was it the lovely person you've known for 40 years who sat next to you in church the Sunday before everything went to pot and we all got locked down? I have no idea. Now, down the road, we might as we do the pathology and study the science and all that, but in the meantime... We can narrow it down. In the meantime... In the meantime, is so here, fear. Here, here's here's the fun question. So if you die, who killed you? God. Exactly. Whether exactly. through allowing or ordaining. Therefore, we continue with our psalm. Mm-hmm. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has wrought desolations in the earth. He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He makes wars to cease. He brings desolation. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Catch that. Who did all this? God. God. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Nothing. Therefore, what should you do? Follow him, praise him, rest in him, because he's the end all, be all. He's the beginning, the end. He is all of it. He's sustainer of everything, and he is also the one who says, "When time's up, time's up." And that seems scary in itself because there's someone else in charge. But when the one who created it all and who knows how it all is supposed to run and has planned it all and knows how it's going to end is the one in charge. There's a comfort there. This is a deep comfort, but knowing that I can't control this. I can't even see what it is that's hurting people, that's causing all of this panic and turmoil and sorrowful and sadness and suffering. I can't see it, but God already knows what the outcome's going to be. He already knows. And it's just we have to just wait patiently in his grace till we get through there. And he'll bring us through it, however so, that may be. So what is the chief end of man? To glorify God. And? Enjoy him forever. Ding, 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 ding. Yay, I taught something to my family. <laughs> Go, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Go, me. Look no. at you. No, look at See, me. I try, guys. I try. <laughs> this, is, this is the punchline of all of this. Mm-hmm. No matter what's befalling this psalmist, no matter what's going on in his world, the end is the same. God is at work 
God is in the midst. He has promised salvation. He will deliver his people, not here, but in his eternal city. Therefore, recognize that what is going on here is meant to glorify him in that eternal city with those saints that he is rescuing. So your goal is not to war against this world. It's to Mm -hmm. war for the kingdom of God. It is to rightly proclaim himself, his Mm -hmm. truth, his salvation, and your submission to his plan and trusting in his actions. Now, that brings us to the end of our psalm. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. God hasn't forgotten. He hasn't walked away, and he has not been weakened. Thus concludes the exegetical portion of our program. (laughs) Go team! Now, what, what do we do with this? Because I know if you are if you are a Christian sitting there for any length of time, you're like, yeah, I, they made me learn Psalm 46 when I was a kid. Probably only the 10th verse. Probably maybe the first verse. But you're like, in everything we just went along, as we were talking about it, you're probably sitting at home going, uh-huh, 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 I'm with you. I got, I, I got this, dude. We, we know this, yeah. man. We know this. Okay. It's time to go to Walmart. Exactly. <laughs> now we got to go to the store. Exactly. Now, this is where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. And this is where we have to be careful. Like, for fun, we're going through Habakkuk on Sunday morning in our church because mm-hmm. that's just the kind of guy that I am. But what's fun to me about this is the, the patience that we're seeing, not just not in Habakkuk, really, but in God dealing with Habakkuk yeah. and the underlying theme of trusting in God in the face of calamity. And by the way, we've been planning on going through Habakkuk since the summer of last year. So I yeah. doubt there's a coincidence. Like suddenly, like, oh, God's looking. They're going, oh, they're going to go through a, a destruction passage during, you know, the end of Western civilization. Awesome. <laughs> Who knew? He did. So that's why we're having fun with this. If, oh, you, yes. if you are not. And if you're not, you can, you can find that on, this, uh, on, the, on the roll here, the entire worship service, since half of our church can't come. But that's another story that annoys me on another day. Yeah. The rubber meets the road in practice. Yeah. In that I have to, unlike Habakkuk, I have to take what I know about God and mm-hmm. apply it rightly. And yes. the trick to doing that is not trusting my knowledge about God, but applying my knowledge of God through the lens. Now, if you've been listening to this program for any length of time, you know the words that I'm going to say next. What lens should we apply that, tr- that knowledge and truth through? Through Scripture. The ding, 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 ding. We apply it's it through the lens of Scripture. Changed. Exactly. Yeah. Everything else has changed. Even all the information that we've gotten through all of me, all the different media sources is all. Everything has changed from day one to day whatever this is we're in since this was first created with the virus in particular. Everything has changed in some way or another for the good, for the worse, back to good again, back to bad again, back and forth, and. The only thing that hasn't changed in 2,000 plus years is scripture. And if there's nothing else we can hold on to, it's, it's got to be that because we can't trust every little thing that comes across our TV screens or through our media, our social media pages, because it, two seconds later, someone else will have something that's completely contradictory or even just a little bit different than what someone else has said. We have to find something that is going to be grounded and not change. It's too, like the wind. <laughs> Ecclesiastes is all like the wind. We're chasing the smoke in the wind. We've got to stop. Oh, we don't want Kansas theology? No, we don't want Dust Kansas. Dust in the wind. Yeah. No, 
That's all we are. All we are is dust in the wind. Yes, all we are is dust in the wind. But we have to stop flying with the rest of the dust, and we have to land on a scripture and stay there because that hasn't changed. Now, this yeah. is where we're going to have some fun because this is, this is where we're going to grab Scaredy Cat Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm ready for it. So, you went to Walmart. Oh, heathen. Yes. Ethan, you went to Walmart. I don't know where you're supposed to go, but for us, the, the one place you can stop and shop for a family of four is, as referred to in the South, the, the Walmart. Walmart. There yes. is no such thing as Walmart. No. It is the, the Walmart. Walmart. Mm-hmm. So you're walking down the aisle, and this little old woman in front of you sneezes. I cringe. <laughs> now, why? Because I don't know what's there anymore. Used to is, oh, bless you, and you keep on going. But now there's this virus that could kill people. Yeah, it could, and it might kill it, you. It might kill me. It may kill my children. It may kill seniors that I meet with and care deeply about through me, even if I have no side effects or any symptoms regarding it. Now suddenly I have to think, or I'm starting to think, down that road of I need to clean and what am I going to do when I clean? Did I clean enough? Is there enough cleaning? Is there such a thing as enough cleaning? And those of you not sitting next to me in this room, which is all of you, are missing the facial expression that I <laughs> that I get to giggle at on occasion. Because if you can't hear the panic in the voice, I can see it on the face. And this is yeah. why I said this is the perfect uh, time to bring Cameron in on these things. Now, let's let's apply biblical mm-hmm. knowledge badly first. Okay. So, old lady in front of you sneezes. She grabs something off the shelf. You immediately go, God is my refuge and my strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, I will not fear. And I walk over there and I grab right where she sneezed because I know that the Lord of hosts shall protect me from all enemies, visible and invisible, and the coronavirus ain't got nothing on me. You yes, laugh. Yes, that, that is one way you can take it, throw caution out the window, forget the fact that God calls us to be wise and to use wisdom in all situations. See, that would be but, dumb. To go down that road would be dumb, and if you were in yes. my church, you would know the answer to this. So what's the rule? Don't do dumb things. See, there, that's the rule. Don't do dumb things, yeah. whether in life or well, in anything, yeah. really. Life kind of covers it all. So yeah, <laughs> don't say. do dumb things. That's just the rule and the setup and how we should live and function. Now, I didn't say that. Now, should you, during this time, maybe carry a Lysol wipe with you? And when you see something like that, wipe the cart down, wipe your hands down, yes. wash your hands, maintain your social distance. You're like, don't, don't do like one of the guys threatened to do on the men's Bible study. And he said he's going to bring a six-foot pole and, and run it through his sleeves and just walk down the aisle. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Like, you do realize it wasn't that if the you act- tallest person in the room, was it? Because he already has a little wingspan of a six feet tall. I said, you do oh realize if you actually did that and go to Walmart, you're probably going to do nothing but just wipe out the shelves. Have you seen how narrow these aisles are? <laughs> no. Oh, my I'm, gracious. I'm not, I am not suggesting in any way that yeah. we simply throw cautions away no. and go, well, God will take care of anything. We still live wisely in the world. Yes. What I'm more interested in is not the outward appearance. Clean. Yeah. Wash your hands. Like, mm-hmm. We're back to this conversation. Clean your house, wash your hands, and wipe your butt. There you go. And yeah. life in general will go well for you, right? <laughs> we're back in the 1800s. Spring cleaning, throw I'll, it all out I'll in take the things I didn't think I would have to say out loud in 2020 for 1000 hours. We have running water. This is not the 1820s. This is 2020. We have running water. Oh, but we I want to live in a wash. Jane Austen book, said no man ever. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. the idea, but not the concept. No, there you no, no, go. no, no. 
I'm not saying you forsake all of those things. I'm saying you do all of those things. What I'm more interested in is why. Why you're doing those things. Not just for me, but you should be interested in why as well. Because the why behind your actions reveals your heart and it disciplines your soul. Here's what I mean. If you see that and you go into a panic, stop. Mm Mm-hmm. Because what you're about to do is go to a very, very dark place for your soul. Because what you're about to really do is say, God is not on his throne right now. And yes. I need to do everything in my power to protect me. Mm-hmm. And then when you get home, you, you de-louse the dishes and you, and you, know, you, you, you run your, your groceries through a quarantine before you put them in the cabinet. And, and you, know, you get the garden hose out and you spray the kids and the dog and the cat. And then you make them air dry because you don't want to touch them with the towels because they might be contaminated too. Exactly. See, Everything's in hot water. You can't. This yeah. is bad. You, you cannot live you like this. No. no. What I'm saying is, okay, lady sneezes and she doesn't look well. Maybe I don't need that bag of sugar. Maybe I can get the one on the shelf above or the shelf below or the one in the back where she's not touching. And if you do that, awesome. That's wisdom. Yes. Cleaning your hands, cleaning your cart, Mm -hmm. cleaning the house. This is wisdom. Now, if you cleaned your whole house top to bottom and you deloused your children morning, noon, and night, and you did because of that and you sat down and said, all right, we are now safe from this virus. Stop it. You are in a dangerous, dangerous place. And we actually get a biblical example of how dangerous of a place you are actually in in Daniel chapter 4. All this happened to Nebuchadnezzar the king. Twelve months later, he was walking on the roof of the royal palace. The king reflected and said, Is this not Babylon the Great, which Mm -hmm. I myself have built as a royal residence by the might of my power and for the glory of my majesty. No, 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 no. good can come from tooting your own horn about how wonderful you have done of anything. If you look at yourself and say, I clean the house, I wash my hands, I use hand sanitizer, I own stock in Lysol, and I keep them in business, I have bleached the dog, I have Lysoled the cat, I have deloused the children, my husband is still in quarantine, life is good with me. You're literally also from Luke, I think it's chapter 12, the man who said, I, I built barns for my grain, I will now sit back and my soul shall be at rest. No. No. What I'm telling you to do is to do all of those things and then say, God, I have done everything that I know to do for wisdom, and I ask that you protect me. And even if he does not, Daniel 3, Mm -hmm. I will still worship, serve, and honor him. See, here's here's what we've got to remember. Trivia time. Okay. What's the death rate as a percentage for the population of humanity? 100%. One of my f- no one gets away with it. No one gets by. One of my favorite little phrases that people giggle at when, they, when I say is, no one survives life. Nope. No, we don't. Nobody makes it out of this place alive. Mm-mm. The only question we have to answer is how yes. and when. How and when. And we don't know... Either one. No. We can do things to prevent <laughs> the current situation, maybe, but we still, we, we don't know how. We don't know when. With all of that said, this is my other fun favorite question. Is there such a thing as a good death? 
Is there such a thing as a good death? From whose perspective? I mean, because my first thought is, well, I've seen loved ones suffer with cancer and things of that nature for many, many months and to the point where even the loved ones who are caretakers start to suffer and it's hurting. And after a while, it starts to hurt physically and emotionally and mentally all those around you as you are waiting for that loved one to go to God. But at the same time... So what what you just described, though, is a merciful death. Yeah, there's a merciful, but still we're still losing a loved one. So, I mean, as much as we are grateful that God has called them out of the pain and anger and has removed that pain of taking care of them day in and day out from us we still have the pain of loss. See, this is why I wanted to have a woman on this conversation because every guy went, of course there is. I can die saving my family from a wild elephant or something like that, you know? <laughs> the hero's death. Yes. I strangled a Bengal tiger with my dying breath with my bare hands and saved my family. That is my good death. Yeah. Okay. Every, every guy immediately went there. But we there. still lose you. <laughs> still the emotional aspect of exactly. losing you in that. Now, this, is, this is key. This is key because mm-hmm. objectively, I think the answer from a human perspective is no. Yeah, death no. stinks. Death, yeah, no, even, death is terrible. There are yeah. no good deaths. There are no good ways to die. None. The end result is someone's still someone's gone. all gone. They're now, gone. from a heavenly perspective, you ready? This is where we. This is where you're really going to get mad at me. From a heavenly perspective, every death is a good death because it has been wrought and brought about at the hand of and by the direction from God, and yes. that death will do one of two things: it will either glorify God in His judgment as he removes an unrepentant sinner from this earth and casts them into the damnation that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Or it will remove one of his saints from this earth and they will then stand in his presence and glorify and praise him for eternity. That is a good death. Yes, because that is his perspective. is God's perspective and yes. he's the one who created all. We should be trying our hardest. But we have these emotions that get in the way, but we have to fight off them and we focus on God and his perspective and glorifying. Now, why him. why do I go down? Why did we go down that road? Was it so we could catch Cameron in an emotional trap and, and see her reveal that she actually is a woman? No, <laughs> that is not why we did that. We did this because, do you know what people's number one fear is? Even amongst Christians? Death. And I don't know so much as... For me, it's not death itself, as I was confiding in a, a small group meeting we had many months ago when we were talking about it. It's not me being gone and being in the presence of God. That death doesn't bother me. It's the, am I going to suffer? Am I going to hurt? What are my children going to do? What am I, my spouse is going to do? I mean, God he, is yeah. our refuge and exactly. our and when I strength. Drink, when I go down that road of what's going to happen when I'm not here, I have to trust God's got that plan the already taken care of. If help that's needed. in trouble. Yeah, yeah. exactly. See, th- there's what we've just hit on because the reason why we react the way that we do the, the majority of the time is because we're afraid. Yes. We're afraid of what's going to happen to my loved ones when I'm gone. Uh-huh. I'm afraid of, is this going to hurt? Is this going to, am I going to suffer? Am I, all of these things doesn't matter. Mm-mm. This Ultimately, is when we need rock theology. It doesn't matter. I, I can't do the voice, sorry. No, sorry. I can't do the eyebrow, though. So, I mean, I got that going for me. <laughs> Are you doing? Oh, stop. Oh, Lord have mercy. But no, yeah, is 
bump my microphone twice. I apologize. No, this this is why this is why this becomes important. Is we operate out of fear because what we are truly fearing is what we do not know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen to me. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen to my children. I don't know what's going to happen to my mother. I don't know what's going to happen to my siblings. I don't know what's going to happen to my spouse. I don't know what's going to happen yeah. to anyone. And so I get if now if you've ever felt this as I was describing that you could probably feel the anxiety yeah. creeping up your back as right I was your saying shoulders it. between your ears right yes. behind your head. Yep. That's when you have to remember the same God who is ruling and reigning over those people dying over there. It's the same one ruling and reigning over you living over here. Exactly. The same God that controlled that death is the one who's going to control your death. The same grace he has given to his saints century after century as they have confronted their own mortality is the same grace he's going to give you when the time comes. Mm -hmm. And that's the key thing. When the the time time comes. comes. Because until then, you don't need that strength. Yeah, you are immortal until God says you're not. You're not facing that struggle. No. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not facing it. I told you I was... I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is going to be a word. Oh, it is. Okay. I, I, I am decreeing and declaring, Joel Osteen style, that this oh, is a word. Oh, no, 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 no. God wants to give you struggles. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something a pastry chef. Instead of a strudel, it's a strudel. I thought those were the things that reproduced on Star Trek. No, those are tribbles. <laughs> Stribbles. We can have stribbles. That sounds like a dog treat. That does sound like a dog treat. Our dog would love that. Introducing new bacon stribbles. Stribbles. Yeah. Whitens your teeth, aids in digestion. Your dog will love them. Try stribbles. Available in the pet care aisle. Oh, my gracious. This episode brought to you by... No. No. Yeah. Where do we go again? Okay. This is when you need to remind yourself that Mm -hmm. he gives the grace that you need when you need it. Not yes. before and not after, by the way. And you can't have somebody else's either. There it is right there. Why do I do these things? Well, because I'm wise. I clean my house. I care for my loved ones because I'm stewarding the things that God has put me in charge of because mm-hmm. I'm taking care of the things that God has put me over. Yes. Because I care for my neighbor. I don't take unnecessary risks, whether there's a quarantine or not. See, here's a good one. Why do I wash my hands? Because it keeps me healthy, but also because I don't want to spread the germs that are on my hands to the other people at Walmart. Why? Because I love them. Yes. I don't want them to die before someone has proclaimed the gospel, and I haven't got time Mm -hmm. right now. Don't say that. Don't. That was bad. Yeah, don't, that, say, don't say that out loud. That's, that's, no, there's always time for that. But we. So preach our, Jesus in Walmart at the grocery aisle, right? Is that what we just heard? Stand, stand upon the platform of the pretzels and, and declare Jesus. this day, <laughs> by the power of the holy hand sanitizer, you shall be saved if thou repent from thy sins. Or if thou repent from thy sins. There you go. Okay. Next. See what my wife has to live with? <laughs> These are yeah. things I don't do to Lou, but I will do them to you. <laughs> When Cameron never comes back, you'll know. When Cameron never comes back, you'll now know why. No, I I wash my hands and I take care of myself so I don't spread something that I don't even know about because I love my neighbor. Yeah, personal responsibility is also the responsibility of others. I mean, is is the same thing. I mean, when you're when you're sick, yes, you stay home if you are able. Because I understand there are there are always situations where something has to be done. Something ha- you're a mom and your kid gets sick at school and you're at home sick and your kids get sick. You've got to go pick them up. So you're carrying your germs too. And there are always tons of situations. But in every situation, you do the best you can to take care of the just the, the basic necessities of being responsible. You wash your hands. Yeah. You Here's clean my question. Clothes. Here's why. Because we are made in God's image, and we 
love others as well as ourselves, and God calls us to love others as ourselves. And if we don't want to be dirty and nasty and filthy, why would we want to bring that to other people as well? See, there's good application. There's how you knock down the fear. It's mm-hmm. remembering that I am working and serving as a worker in God's kingdom, yes. not mine. Yeah, this this may be my home, but this is God. Everything that's in that place, God has given. Yeah. And I am to take care of it, and that includes my neighbor as well. If my neighbor has a heart condition... How can I make a I'm disciple sick, of him if I killed him? No, you can't. That doesn't work that way. It doesn't work anyway, as a matter of fact. No, it doesn't. So I have a concern and a care. I do not fear the world around me. Mm-mm. I do not worry about this disease or driving and getting in a car accident or you know somebody dropping a blimp on my head or something silly because I know that when God has decided my time is up, then my time is up. Yeah. He will give me the grace and the mercy and the strength to handle that moment mm-hmm. when it arises. Yeah. And until then... I do what he has called me to do, which is to praise and honor him, to be a disciple growing in my faith, love, and knowledge of God, and making disciples of those around me. So I don't hate my neighbor because he might give me a disease. I love him because he might get a disease. Exactly. It's, yes. I care yes. about him because this might kill him. Mm-hmm. And he needs Jesus. Yes. Why? Because who else needed Jesus? I did. I need. I did, and I. I still do. And I still do. I still do. I mean, what do you do when, when the media starts talking about doomsday, death, and destruction, and sickness, and everything? And they're meant to play on our emotions. Well, yeah. So, I mean, that's how you get people to. Leave. You have to emotionally, quote unquote, connect with people. That's what they say. Well, the problem with that, though, is how you do that. If you connect in a fearful manner, you tap into a fear that everybody has, which is death at some point or another. There's that fear of death, even for Christians, no matter how long you've been serving and been faithful and have trusted in God. When death comes in staring you straight in the face, there's a sense of fear. And what do you do when that fear starts to build? How do you stop it? That's the thing that I, in particular, have to really struggle with because I have to remind myself, I mean, not just God's in control, I'm going to be okay, I just have to keep working. No, 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 I get physical symptoms where suddenly mm-hmm. migraines, my shoulders get tight, my neck gets tight, I start having trouble hearing, my ears start to ring, is where all the anxiety and fear can all meet up together, the base, of, the base of my neck, and I start having physical symptoms. And it's not enough just to say, I'm going to be okay. God's in control. I know that. I have to actually stop and go, no, God is on his throne. Scripture has told me that he will be there from the beginning to the end, the alpha, the omega. He is in charge. Every breath I take, God has already ordained. Everything I do, God has already given. And I have to remind myself of his promises. He will not leave me or forsake me in these moments when I feel like I have to run from everything and there is nowhere to run or get away from it. So it has to be a conscious effort in being with, in fighting that fear. It's not just simply, and now there are some, I don't like it, but shrug your shoulders, I'll water off a duck's back and keep on walking and they just keep on going and it'll catch me if it does. It'll catch me when it does. And then there are others like me who my emotions are something that I have to, I have to control them. I have to gain control. And the way of doing that is 
reminding myself of who is in control and holding on to that promise even when it doesn't feel like it. I have to trust the words of Scripture over my feeling at the moment. And what you've just described is what we call Christian discipline. Yes. Allowing the world to affect me and interact with me according to the lens of Scripture. Yes. Not guided by my fears, my Mm -hmm. feelings, my doubts, my wonders, or even my security. Yes. But guided by the knowledge of God, who He is, what he has promised, and what he is doing. Going to do as well as doing. Exactly. Yes. And so what do we do? We live in light of that. Mm -hmm. So what I just told you was stop being afraid and go live your life. Open everything. Stop quarantining the world and function, right? No, I did not say that. I said live wise. Wise. Wisdom. Know what's going on. Be an informed human being. Mm -hmm. Make godly decisions based on what Scripture tells you. And do not, do not, Please do not operate and react in this world out of fear of the unknown or fear of what others might say mm-hmm. or what the population at large might think. Yeah. Check your emotions at Scripture's door. Ding, Check ding, 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 your ding, emotions. Ding. You can't let them go. You have to grab alt to scripture and hold it that's the only thing that hasn't changed the emotions will <laughs> the virus will something other situations will scripture has not scripture will not and that is the one thing we have to lean on amen now, did we miss anything i don't think so all the political stuff but that was the plan so i think we did good Woohoo! go Yay! team all right children <laughs> recap time what have we learned today uh, let's see people are nasty hopefully they're cleaner now God is sovereign ruling (laughs) and reigning and will provide and we must be guided by scripture first and allow it to be the lens through which we read the world correct All right. well hopefully you enjoyed that if you have any questions or comments complaints or whatever else you would come up with (laughs) info at practicaltheologyministries.com if you would like more information on anything we've got you can connect with us on Facebook at Practical Theology Ministries you can follow us on Twitter at P underscore T underscore M tweets you can check out the website practicaltheologyministries.com where you will find newsletter hopefully some more things as I'm trying to get more stuff ramped up hopefully Lou will be out of quarantine soon and we can get this month's newsletter out for those of you that are waiting for it Um, in the meantime when the world stops ending uh, you can worship with us on Sunday mornings at Calvary Baptist Church in Rockford, Illinois. And other than that, you can just keep up with everything that's on our page here. So until we meet again, stay safe, read your Bible. God bless. Bye.